We are on the move this evening and fresh off the main stage at Electric Picnic, no less. I am joined by the lovely Lyra. Lyra, how are you keeping? I am fantastic. I can't complain. Apologies for my big messy room, but you know what? We roll. I'm unpacking and packing like there's no tomorrow. <laughs> it's rockstar lifestyle, girl. Um, if this if this doesn't sound too stalkery and weird, I have been trying to see you perform live for ages because everyone I speak to is like, oh my god, Lyra live is just unbelievable. And finally, tick that pop my Lyra cherry at Electric Picnic. You were unbelievable. How was it for you? It was unbelievable for me too. I loved every second of it like I came off and I was like I would love to do that all over again like it was just magical the audience were like so loving positive like really up for it even the people that didn't have a clue who I was I could tell that they were like sure second we'll just go with it she seems like gas crack so I was like come on guys it was mind-blowing. To say I got to play main stage at Extra Picnic too is pretty cool. I feel like once you started singing, it was literally like, I don't know, some kind of sonic homing pigeon stuff that people just kind of flocked to the main stage out of nowhere. And then suddenly we looked around and we were like, Jesus, actually wedged. Like there wasn't room to swing a cat. Is it, like, I know Electric Picnic as a punter is the big one. It's the end of the summer. It's the biggest festival in Ireland. Like for you as an artist, is that the big one? And getting to play main stage then at EP, was that kind of a pinch me thing? Yeah, like Electric Picnic basically is our Glastonbury of Ireland, isn't it? Let's, mm-hmm. let's like, yeah. So to be able to play number one is always amazing. And then when they were like, you're going to be on main stage, don't tell anyone. I was like, oh my God, you've told the wrong person because I can't throw <laughs> my water. Like, I was like walking around being like, I just want to scream from the rooftops that I've been asked to play main stage. Like, it's scary. I'm not going to lie. It's bloody scary. You're like, I have to fill this entire stage and I have to make sure that I give them a show that is main stage worthy. So you put a lot of pressure on yourself. But like, I would love to do it every day. Every day. That's gas. Well, I think it definitely came across in the crowd from our point of view because you were lepping and jumping and dancing and you could tell that you were as up to 90 as we were, which is really cool because do you know some artists are like too cool for school and they're like, oh yeah, just another like main stage <laughs> Alex Turner. But you were like giving it socks and shoes and it was so lovely to see. Thank you. Sometimes I do think like, will I just like play the guitar for some so I can just stand still and not be like out of breath? And then I was like, bloody feck it, let's go wild. I can't stop myself. Some of the songs I'm like, if you just don't move that first chorus, you might actually be able to breathe when the song is finished. And literally comes the first chorus and I'm like, this one's fucking love And I'm gone. That's it. I'm off. Come here, talk to me about your outfit because a little Brady told me there was a little bit of a wardrobe malfunction with your outfit for Electric Picnic. Where did you come up with the design for it? Did you design it yourself? So myself and a lovely designer, it's SWL Designs um, in Cavan. My first time being to Cavan for my fitting. Um, so I he contacted me and he was like, oh, I'd love to create something for you at some point. And I was like, well, you know what? Electric picnic's coming. Why don't we do something special for that since it's like a special moment in my career? So we were talking and I was just telling him I wanted something to kind of represent the womanly figure and like, you know, our lovely lady lumps that we have, hence why I've like <laughs> created the breast area. Um, and it was supposed to have like these little side kind of like wings on them that were supposed to be like hips so kind of give that real like hourglass shape but um unfortunately when I was dancing on the dressing room and like walking stage they 
few of them like kept detaching because it mm -hmm. was detachable if I wanted to take it off halfway through the set but they just kept coming off themselves so I was like you know what instead of them coming off on main stage and me possibly with my luck slipping on one that I would just go without them so I had to take them off unfortunately. To be fair, they didn't take anything away from the outfit because it was still gorgeous. And you had quite a substantial heel as well. Like there were, you wouldn't be taking chances with those boots that you had on were colossal for dancing around the stage. They're actually my like safe heel. They're the ah! lowest. <laughs> I know because I was going to wear another pair that are like a bit higher in the tie and they're like a stiletto heel. And I love them because you just feel like, oh yeah, juicy couture. But I was like, you know what? This is just too good of a moment to be like worrying in case I fall down. I was like, I'm going to put on the safe heel. So they're my safe heels. That's I so, know. That's so funny. They fair, like, fair play to you because they're lethal. And as well, you don't want to be the viral moment of Electric Picnic for landing in your arse on stage. That would just be the pits. No, it would just take away from the whole experience. I'm like, great. Now this is what I'm remembered for. So I was like, <laughs> the block heels coming on. Yeah, better safe than sorry. Um, Lovers is your new single. It's absolutely brilliant. It's kind of, it is it is a banger. Like there's no doubt about it. But it's gone more of kind of a dancey route that we had when you've teamed up with other people like John Gibbons and Edge of 17 was like very much a dancey vibe. Is that kind of a deliberate thing that you're doing at the moment? Which we're loving, by the way. Thank you, girl. Well, Lovers originally wasn't written like this. It was very like romantic verses. Like it's kind of a swung tempo and... I was performing it live and I just wasn't getting the feeling in myself when I was singing it that I was like really representing the song and how I wanted it to sound. So I actually went back in the studio and I reproduced it and um, I just felt like I wanted this song to be something that you could hear on the radio or you could hear like when you're out and you want to dance to it, like that it's not something that you just have to sit down and bawl your eyes out about. <laughs> so yeah. I decided to bring her into that more like realm and I'm, loving synth sounds at the moment I'm like obsessed with them so I wanted to get them in there and I want them to be like pulsing and like a bit dirtier than normal so that's how kind of like how I came about of like how I wanted to produce the song and how I wanted it to be heard like I'm th I was thinking you know this is about love and it's about like heartbreak but like never giving up on love and I was like how cool would it be if like two people are listening to in the crowd dancing and they meet each other and like that's their moment they're not going to do that if they're sitting there listening to a ballad bawling their asses <laughs> off crying. So I was like, let's give them hope at the end of the tunnel that something might happen. It is all about the listener experience. Um, tell me this, when you, you strike me as a bit of a perfectionist with the songs and the way that you kind of have another vision for them. Like, how do your team feel when you come in and you're like, hi guys, so I have an idea. We're going to redo this. <laughs> oh my God. I, when they see the emails come in, they're like, she's off. There's, here's our PowerPoint coming. Like, <laughs> I am a bit annoying. I'm not going to lie. Like, sometimes I annoy myself. I'm like, just let it go, Lyra. Let it go. But I can't. I I have got a lot better. I'm going to say that because, like, otherwise nothing would be coming out because mm -hmm. I always pick something. Like, even to this day, like, I don't really listen to, like, falling or anything on Spotify because every time I do, I'm like, I should have done this. I should have done that. I'm I'm my own worst enemy. So I've I've started to be a bit lighter on that, mm -hmm. but I'm do have to say like it's still always like eight, nine mixes in and I'm like, okay, I'm happy now. And they're like, finally, it's only taken nine mix notes for you. So but I have to. These these are my babies. I have to make sure that they're treated right and that they're coming out 
the way they need to come out and sound the way they need to sound. And I love being heavily involved because it's just an artistic my artisticness coming out. Yeah, it's kind of cool as well because obviously you're touring all this music so you have to be able to get up and perform it and if every time there's like a certain section of each song that you're like, your jaw is on edge, you're not going to do it justice live then either. So you're as well to be like, okay, hi guys, take 14 please. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly how I feel and that's why Lover's got her little new outfit on because when I was singing her the old way, I was like, I love you Lover's. You're a great woman, but like you're just you, you can give more. I feel it in you. So that's why she got a little updo. A little facelift. Um, talk about your team because I believe that your mammy Anne is a key part of everything that goes on. I heard a little story in an interview last week about something about packed lunches and sandwiches. Were they crusts on or crusts off? My mom is the best sandwich maker. It's always crust on. You gotta get the crust for the teeth. <laughs> The nephews and mum like, eat your crust, it's good for your teeth. And that's what I was told growing up, so I'm going with it. Um, she is the best woman ever for the old pack sandwiches. I can't go anywhere without a pack sandwich. I can't. That's it. What a woman. Integral, I would say, to the backroom team there. Yeah. Even when I went to Independence, she'd like, she packed like a cheese and wine board where the cheese actually on the board set out with the grapes <sighs> and just like filmed <laughs> over. So it was like the presentation was even like perfect and a bottle of red wine. And I was like the boot. There. Yeah, you would be. Did you get any slagging off the off the crew? They were like, "Oh, here comes Lady Muck now with her cheese board." Nah, they've been dying for a bite of it. I'm like, yeah, one away now. This is mine. If you think this is so gas, but uh, I love food. Obviously, <laughs> <laughs> I'd agree with you there. Um, come here and tell me this. You you obviously mentioned that you're packing there and you're in your room and you've suitcases and what have you. You have had such a busy year. You've been on stage with people like. Blondie, you were on tour with Westlife. Were you a Westlife fan? Yeah. I mean, I feel like they're like in our blood when you grow up in Ireland. They're mm-hmm. just all seem to oh, be yeah. there. Like they're there. Um, You know, they, ha- they bought out the odd banger every now and again. And I do personally love Mark's voice. I think his voice is amazing. I was lucky enough to duet with him and meet him. And he was as nice as his voice in person. Wow. So, being able to go on tour with them after that was like really cool. So I loved it. It was a great experience because their fans love them. It was so amazing to see like that side of things, like how mm-hmm. big it can get, like just the sizes of the stages, the amount of crew that they have. Like it was real eye opener to be like, wow, I, I do really want to get there. Like I know a lot of people are like, oh, you're wrecked from being on the road all the time. I was like, no, I'm loving it. So it was kind of like a little a test of like would I be able to manage it or not and I definitely would and that's, I can't wait that's really cool and f- like I have to commend you on not dying at the sight of Westlife because I am such a Westlife stan if I was within 10 country miles of Key and Egan I would need a defibrillator on standby because I would lose my life so the thought of like you got to do out with Mark obviously you were hanging out with them backstage you were like interacting with them like a normal person like I think I'd forget every word in the English language and I'd just be yeah like yeah I know I go the other way like when I'm nervous I talk so much like when I'm on stage and I'm I'm nervous I'm like and I'm like oh my god I don't even know what I just said so like I'm like that when I first met the lads it's like hi guys how's it going thanks so much for having me on thanks so much and and like my tour manager was like do you want to say thanks so much for having me on tour anymore and I was like I just got really I did not say thank you and they must have been like Jesus Webster one hasn't got out of the house in years I'd say but 
that's just the way I am. That's so gas. Um, I was doing a bit of creepy on your Instagram and speaking of travelling, I spotted that you were in Rhodes not so long ago. I've lit- literally this morning hit by on my Ryanair flight so we're doing a bit of Greek island hopping. Any tips? Um, don't wear extensions. Okay. Your head melts. <laughs> Good pro tip. I literally was like trying to go into the pool because it was like 15 million thousand degrees and I was bloody roasting and I literally had to like hold my hair on top of my head and I was like I don't want to ruin my extensions but I'm so hot I can't not get in so yeah that would be a massive tip that and drink and eat all around you because it is the best food and the best wine ever I mean I love Greek food anyway I'm such a Greek food person it's ever I don't really like that ouzo stuff it'll blow your bloody minds off I had one and <laughs> But I was like, gone down praying on after one. I was like, somebody help me. I feel like everyone has an Uzo story. I know there was a bottle of it in our college house when we were in Limerick years and years and years ago. And even though like college students would drink anything and they'd drink it out of a welly boot, but this was like, don't touch it. It's to- it's just oh, like diesel for, oh, anyway, give me shivers even thinking about it. <laughs> I literally feel heartburn thinking about it myself. <laughs> Um, before I let you go tell me this much you are a good woman to have New Year's Eve plans I feel like you always end up playing somewhere unique or special or a little bit quirky whether it's Dublin Castle or the Late Late Show what can you tell us are you doing anything special this New Year's well I tell you this thing for nothing right I was talking to my family a couple of days ago and I was like I'm appalled I haven't been asked for anything to do with New Year's I was like (laughs) I'm I would be very emotional. Like, I feel like I'm the old anxiety of Ireland. Like, this, the three years in a row now, I have sung us right into that new year. So, I'll be really heartbroken if I'm not asked this year. I your, will. Your poor family are probably like, what did we ever do to you? Is it so bad to have to sit down and ring in the new year with us? So you're like, no, sorry, my people, this is my night. My people need me. <laughs> I know my friends are always like, would you not just spend one with us? I was like, I'm sorry, I can't. I just can't. Maybe they might get me this year. I love them, but I hope they don't. I don't know. There's something about being asked to ring in the new year. I'm a massive Christmas person. And like, if I had my way, I would start putting my Christmas decorations up like start of November. Oh, I'm 100% there with you. I think Christmas month actually starts on the 1st of November. And the sooner people just get on board with it, the better, to be honest. Look, I have a confession to make. I have already watched The Grinch. Ah, what? <laughs> putting it out there. It's my favourite movie. I saw that it had come back on Netflix. I was like, I'm in. I'm in. Fair play to you. Um, congratulations as well on your nomination for, you're up for a Goss Award, Artist of the Year in their Women of the Year Awards. Is it lovely getting these nominations and these awards as you go along? It always is. Like, you know, it's lovely to be like, even in the category, you know, there's some great Irish artists in there as well. So it's nice that they like, put you on that level with them. I think it's so nice. I was nominated last year. I actually have that award downstairs. Bam. Yeah, winner, winner, chicken dinner. (laughs) I mean, can I get a hat trick? Can I get the hat trick? (laughs) Well, we'll keep our fingers crossed for you for sure. Uh, Lyra, your new single, Lovers, is our Play Irish track of the week on Go Away FM and we think it is an absolute bop. So continued success and you never know, we might see you in Galway for New Year's. You never know. I actually love Galway. I've had some of my best nights out in Galway ever. So if there's any opportunity for me to come up, I am coming, girl. Well, now we've put the call out. Listen, thanks a million for your time. Really appreciate it. Thanks so much.